pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Just Oh yeah, happy Sunday. Welcome back to the Weekend Grind Podcast. We are here, back on Sundays for you guys. As we mentioned yesterday, get your full Weekend Grind dosage. Very happy to be here. Uh, you know, football now with the Super Bowl coming up, there's no more NFL DFS. So uh, double down on NBA DFS on the weekends. And we got a nice slate here to cover, but let's get to the intros out of the way. I am Josh Surgiant, as always, with my co-host, Mr. Chalk Travis Mangone. Travis, how you doing, man? Happy Sunday. Yeah, good to be back uh, doing the Sunday pod, and we'll uh, you know we'll talk about the games, and uh, you know uh, it's, it's Sundays aren't always the best DFS slates, but uh, hey, still got some to play, so can't complain. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, just to have some basketball on Sunday is always nice. Of course, you miss NFL, but it'll, it'll come around. And baseball's right around the corner too. Beautiful thing about DFS is there's always lots of action going on, lots of things to get involved in, lots of contests to enter with plenty of guaranteed money. So. Yeah, uh, go ahead. Give us both a follow on Twitter if you haven't already. You can follow me at Real Joshua Giant. That's at Real Joshua Giant. You can follow Travis at Travis Mangone. That's at Travis M A N G O N E. Got lots of compliments lately on uh, the intro and outro music on our shows. Uh, you know, it's music made by me, so of course I really appreciate all the compliments. It really means a lot. I uh, love hearing from you guys on Twitter about that, and of course, of other things too. If you have any questions, we're doing this very, very early, so there's going to be plenty of news that breaks, I'm sure. And if there's anything that changes anything, we'll be uh, updating you guys on Twitter. So make sure you follow us over there and shoot over any lineup questions you might have. You could also use the comment box down here on the podcast on Roto Grinders if you're listening through the website. Uh, you know, I always keep an eye on that throughout the day and try to answer you guys when you ask, ask any questions down there. So feel free to do that as well. But we're going to cover the main slate for you guys. Locks at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Small four-game slate, but a slate nonetheless. There is an early three-day slate. There'll be plenty of content for that on the Roto-Grinders page. You can go ahead. If you're playing that small three-game slate uh, earlier in the day, there'll be plenty of content for you to check out. So make sure you check out the main page for that. But for the main slate, that's what we'll be covering here. And uh, I think we're ready to hop into the games. What do you think, Travis? Yep, I'm ready to go and get started. All right. So the first game on the slate that we'll be looking at, we got the Philadelphia 76ers. In Oklahoma against the Thunder, 214.5 is the game total. The Thunder, four-point home favorites. Now, uh, you know, this is interesting. we got two two teams here that certainly uh, play up in pace and uh, lots of fantasy goodness to be had here. Westbrook, always a guy we want to look at. And uh, the Sixers give up a ton of points to opposing point guards. The one game they played this season, bit of an outlier because uh, – Westbrook did play 52 minutes, um, so I assume that game. I'm sure the game went to overtime. 77 DraftKings points, though, in those 52 minutes. So last time they played, he really chopped them up. Uh, I don't see him slowing down. So, you know, he's expensive, but he's a guy to look at here. Uh, ben Simmons also 47.8 DraftKings points in 51 minutes in that same game. 
and uh, you know, I put up a few, you know, a couple of big games here and there. Been a little bit inconsistent, hit the rookie wall for a little bit, but bounced back with a big 66 DraftKings point game against Chicago a couple of games ago. It's a good matchup for him. This is going to be an up paced game, and I think there's plenty to like here. But uh, you know, the question is, are we going to have the cap to fit all the guys in that we like? So, uh, Travis, what do you think here in this game? Uh, yeah, I think it's uh, it's like every lineup I build is just going to come with Russell Westbrook. I think that's going to kind of be the approach I take on this slate. Like guards against Philly are just a, you know a great spot. Uh, whenever there's a small game slate, I always take uh, Russell Westbrook. Basically, like if, if there's like a stud on the slate to pay for, and I think I'm going to have the money for it, like I want to jam that stud in. Uh, I think he's the stud you want to pay for. Uh, we can make some arguments later for a couple other guys, but. He's currently the guy I'm paying for. If you told me I had to pick one at this time, that's the guy I want. So Russell Westbrook's going to be the guy that I have the most interest in for sure. Uh, man, Paul George, I hate rostering this dude. Uh, I did a Twitter poll like this week. Uh, it was during when he was busting at the current time. But I was like, uh, like, like, do you like rostering Paul George essentially? And I was like 75% like yes, like 25% no pretty much. I don't know, man. I just hate rostering this dude. His price is 8200 on FanDuel. Uh, I don't know. I just don't really want to pay for him there. 8K2, I get it. The matchup's fine, but I don't know. I just think I'm not going to pay for Paul George. I think I'd rather just find ways to spend my money elsewhere. I get it, though. I'm just, I don't like playing him much. Same with Carmelo Anthony, too. It seems like the only way he gets there is if he hits like that ceiling from, you know, shooting tons of three-pointers, right? Like just kind of like making his shots, getting his buckets and i'll just bank that he doesn't make those buckets i guess uh i, I think he's a i think he's an i think he's an okay play i don't hate him again he's like if he fits in your roster and you like him sure uh, but it's just something i don't do i don't really roster him a ton uh it's just mainly russell westbrook is my main key guy that i'm looking in on uh and then uh steven adams i don't hate too but uh, i just think there's other routes i can go at center so i don't think i need to be taking uh steven adams uh on this slate but uh it's really russell westbrook or bust for me like that's the that's the oklahoma city guy i really want i get it uh paul george like, you know, small forward. Uh, it's not the, you know, it, it, it's a small slate, right? So there's not a lot of guys to just like get in general. And if you can get Paul George in there, sure. I don't hate it, but I really don't like rostering this dude. Uh, I don't know. He, he just seems like he's either like a 30 or a 50 or something like that. Uh, I don't know. Just can be very frustrating at times. So uh, I don't know. I'm done ranting about that. It's mainly Westbrook for me. That's my main target. And that's the guy I really like, you know, if you're saying, Hey, where do you want your thunder exposure? It's going to be through Westbrook. And I don't know. I think I can get away with not playing those other guys. Yeah, I agree. I don't really, I never really was particularly fond of rostering Paul George since he came back from that leg injury. You know, it's not the same Paul George who was the focal point of his team when he was on the Pacers and he was really the only guy they had that could score. I remember it was him and like Hibbert down low, you know, we're just really working well together back then, but he never really got back to like full form. Um, he's had some great games and everything like that. Like, don't get me wrong, the guy's great, but there's a reason why Paul George is only, you know, we only see Paul George chalk nights when he's like his prices dip pretty low like in the 7k range right like when he's 8k like he is now uh we don't really see paul george chalk nights so i i guess in tournaments the upside's there if you want to go for it but i just i just don't see like he put up 39 DraftKings points in 45 minutes in the last matchup here against philly uh but i just you know once his price starts creeping up like this uh, it's just it's so frustrating it's so tilting rostering him because he's so inconsistent so I think for me, I'm not going to really chase him too hard either. Mellow, like you said, uh, you know, I, I'm a Knicks fan, so I watched him really just teeter off, and he he has a few game, big games here and there, but he's not he's not going to be the mellow that you you know we saw years ago. So, um, like you said, unless he's like nailing threes and like having one of those crazy Joe Johnson games where he just like shows up and hits like 15 three pointers, um, you know, he's not gonna he's not gonna give you what you need out of this price tag even though it is below 7k 
I'm just not going to chase. You know, it's kind of weird for me, you know, to see like Melo, like one of the older guys here, um, you know, DFS terms wise. I guess I'm an old DFS guy. Uh, but seeing Melo like below 7K, like four years ago, we would have jumped all over that, you know, but uh, different time now. So, yeah, without ranting too, like you said, uh, I think that Westbrook is the guy we want to target in this game. Uh, how about any, any interest in Embiid here? Uh, you know, we, we mentioned Steven Adams. Both these teams are particularly good at uh, crashing the glass and defending the rims. So there's going to be nice battles down low. Any interest in paying up for Embiid? Uh, oh, yeah, real quick, I just want to mention Andre Roberson uh, is out in this game, kind of an injury news. Uh, so maybe Terrence Ferguson gets some run. And I mean, like to target Sixers through guard. So maybe you go him as a pun if you need to. But. Um, yeah, talk about Embiid for a little bit. Uh, yeah, I think uh, so. It's kind of like it feels like uh, it kind of feels like Steph Curry yesterday, right? Like I didn't love the matchup, and again, I don't love the matchup here for Embiid. But it's like uh, if no one's gonna pay for him, sure, like why not? Again, it's a four game slate, so probably not. I mean, I'm sure like ownerships. There's everyone, a lot of people are gonna have ownership and whatnot, but. Uh, you know, it's not the greatest matchup, and I don't really like targeting players against uh, the Thunder. Thunder have been really good defensively this year. So doing, but you know, Embiid's a matchup proof guy. Uh, I get it. He could have a big, massive game. He has a ton of usage. Uh, it, I, I don't know. I don't think I'll end up paying that price tag for him. I think I'll find, uh, you know, different ways to spend my money at center. But uh, if you played Embiid, I wouldn't be like, it's a terrible tournament play because it's just like he, you know, it's a four game slate and he's a, you know, stud that can go off in any matchup, right? He's a star. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't think I'm too interested in him. Ben Simmons, I'll pass on him in this matchup. Don't think it's a good one for him. Uh, no, no need to play Ben Simmons here in this spot. I do have some interest in guys like the, you know, uh, again, I don't love the Thunder, but I have interest in guys like the Dario Sarches, the Robert Covingtons, right, with J.J. Redick being out. Uh, it just gives them more opportunities to put up shots and whatnot. Uh, so I, I have I have mild interest in those guys, right? Uh, more of like the, uh, you know, cheaper options on Philly, maybe mix and match them throughout my lineups. Uh, Jared Bayless, uh, you know, he might play. If he doesn't play too, that's going to obviously uh, give us some interest in guys like the TLCs and the Justin Andersons possibly too. But for me, it's really Really mainly targeting, uh, you know, like the TJ McConnells, the Robert Covingtons, the Sarches, mainly those like mid-tier Philly guys instead. I'm not going to pay up for those. You're not going to pay that price tag to go up against that really difficult matchup. Yeah, for sure. I agree with you on that. But, um, but yeah, uh, I think we talked enough about this here. Uh, Westbrook is the guy. Maybe pay up for Embiid if you want to in tournaments because the upside's there. But I'm not going to go out of my way to do it. I do like Ben Simmons a lot in general, but just not on the slate. I'm just not going to. I'm not going to chase it. Um, I, I wouldn't fault you if you did, but for me, uh, I'm going to try to spend my cap elsewhere. The guys that I'm really interested in, like heavily interested in here, uh, are all very expensive, you know. So if I'm going to, if I'm paying for Westbrook, I can't just start jamming in Simmons and Embiid too, you know. Uh, There's not going to be a crazy amount of value on the slate to where we could do that. So, so that's where I'm at there. But yeah, uh, anything else you want to cover in this game? We should move on to the next. No, that's it for me. All right, next game on the slate, we've got the Los Angeles Lakers in Toronto. Against the Raptors, 218 is the over-under. The Raptors, heavy nine-point home favorites. Now, Travis, Lonzo Ball, this is where we got to open this one up with, right? So Lonzo Ball, doubtful for tomorrow. And that kind of makes a bit of a difference here on this team where the offense really kind of flows like through Lonzo. You know, and he does have a, a, a bit of usage that's going to be given up. So uh, what, what do you think? How do, we, how do we approach this slate now with Lonzo being doubtful on this, well, this game in particular? 
Yeah, I mean, we'll know in time, right? Six o'clock lock. I'm just assuming Lonzo's out. Uh, it doesn't seem like he's like uh, on track to play or anything, but who knows, right? Things could change. You never know with the NBA on the weekend. So uh, I'm just going there under assumption he's not playing. And I mean, if that's the case, uh, Brandon Ingram, right? I love him in this spot. I think there's just a good opportunity for him. He put up a ton of shots. Uh, just kind of the ball could run through him. The offense could run through him a little bit more. So I like him a lot. Kind of like Jordan Clarkson, right? Uh, I know he's, uh, you know, he's had to show these massive games recently, and the price tag has gone up, and I get it. But I do think, uh, you know, I don't hate paying for Jordan Clarkson here. It's not my favorite spot for him. I, I'm more so into Brandon Ingram. He's the guy I would really like to get. So that's kind of the guy I'm, I'm leaning more. So, but I understand if you want to pay for Clarkson, so you have the money on the slate. Sure, I think that makes some sense. Uh, if you tell me I have to, you know, pick one of the Lakers front court guys, like. Uh, I think it's Julius Randle. I, it just seems like they're like, uh, you know, basically showcasing him for trade and whatnot. You know, fills the center position, which I don't love today, too. I'm not worried about Jonas Valanciunas on defense at all. I'm sure Randle could bully him a lot down low. I just think uh, I think it's going to be, uh, you know, Julius Randle and uh, uh, Brandon Ingram are like my two main targets on the Lakers. And then the other guys, it, you know, you can mix and match some of these guys in tournaments throughout your lineups. But it's really those are my two main targets right now. And I think Clarkson makes sense. I get the Clarkson play. Uh, I don't know. It just depends. It depends on what I'm doing roster construction. If I have the money for him, but uh, I do like him in this. But I think he's a good play. Yeah, I, I agree with all that that you just said. Um, you know, for me, it's it's just going to come down to like that Lonzo news. If Lonzo's out, like you said, Ingram is certainly a play. I do agree with the Randall play. He does cover that center position, and he's very affordable. Has some upside. Uh, so I think that he's someone that we could target. Uh, you know, it's just interesting here with the Lakers as far as um, how this is going to handle, how this is going to be handled with, with Lonzo out. So I think that we should really stick with the guys who are going to get heavy minutes. I think Clarkson will see heavy minutes. I think Ingram sees heavy minutes. And I think Randall uh, continues to get showcased. But that's about it for like my interest in the Lakers side, unless there's anyone else that you, you'd be into here. No, yeah, we can head over to the Raptors side of the ball. I mean, this is a team that you would think uh, you'd want to roster against. Like, the Lakers just one of the faster-paced teams in the league. Uh, don't play a ton of defense, so it, it makes sense to get exposure to some of these guys. I think Kyle Lowry, he's fine. He's coming off two disappointing games, 17.7 fantasy points in 23. Game before that, though, 53.5. I mean, obviously, he has that upside. I get it. Um I don't know if I'll play him today. I, I think there's, uh, you know, I'll pair Westbrook up with maybe a cheaper point guard, but uh, I don't think uh, I don't think he'll end up making uh, making the cut for me. Demar Derozan too. I just don't like paying that price tag for him. So he's a guy I don't think I'm going to really get exposure to. Uh, just rather find uh, cheaper ways to go. And just the way I'm, I'm building, I think I'm going to need to save at those, to, you know, at those spots because uh, I like Westbrook. And there's another guy we'll get to. Uh, you know, a couple other guys that I like for sure that I want to be looking to roster on this slate. Uh, you know, none of those other like Raptors, like the OG and OBs and all those guys, it just doesn't seem like guys I really want to play. The main guy I would look at, uh, and he seems like a really good value on this slate. And, uh, you know, the, I like to play him when he's like trending upward and it, it, he's definitely starting to trend upward a little bit. Maybe we hit that, like, uh, you know, big game out of him. It's Serge Ibaka. He's 5,600, uh, on FanDuel on DraftKings. I believe he's pretty cheap too. He is 5,100, which is just way too cheap for Serge Ibaka and get a match against the Lakers. Pretty good spot. Here's his last, uh, here's his last, I'll give you five games, 23 minutes, 6.1 fantasy points. Not great. 30 minutes, 14.4. 32 minutes, 21 uh, fantasy points, 24 minutes, 23.6, and then 29 minutes, 24. I mean, trending upward, uh, good match against the Lakers. I like Serge Ibaka. If I play any Raptors, that's the main Raptor I key on. Uh, I'm not really a Jonas Valanciunas guy. Rarely play him. Uh, I, I can't, 
explained why he had 61.8 fantasy points against Rudy Gobert. Uh, I, I got nothing there, Josh. Don't can't explain that one. Uh, you know, in Atlanta, he had 47.1. Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe there's something I missed and I'll have to dig deeper and see if I can find something of why he's been doing well. If anyone else knows, please let me know, but I cannot figure out why. So, uh, I don't think I'll end up playing him. Uh, you know, price is, uh, pretty fair and it's a Lakers, so i get it but maybe i'm missing something maybe i'll you know by the time lock comes up i'll find a reason to roster him but at this point i'm not finding a reason to roster him. it's mainly a bach is the main guy i'm keen on on the raptors yeah valentune is 45 and 60 i don't know how that happened either man that was incredible he does pop up with a huge game but not like a 60 point game so uh 14 and he had go bear yeah and 28 points too in the last but he went 12 for 16 too uh, with his shots so i mean uh, it, i don't know there was people that threw darts at him and were bragging on Twitter about playing Valanciunas at 2 or 3% owned and smashing with that 60-point spot. But I don't know, man. Like, that was just – I think it's, it was kind of a bad play in that spot. But, uh, you know, you, you, sometimes, you, you know, a broken clock is right twice a day, right? And um, I don't think this is going to be a broken clock situation where we have to uh, just blindly take Valanciunas and hope for the best. Uh, it, the matchup's not bad against the Lakers, but – Man, you're not you're not gonna get sixty points out on Trus again. Um, you're not gonna get close to that, to be honest. So, if I'm but when it comes to the Raptors, man, I'm really I'm I'm really into Kyle Lowry today. I'm really digging him. Looking at his numbers, uh, you know, even just the last time he smashed fifty one DraftKings points in thirty six minutes. The last time he faced the Lakers, uh, you take Lonzo out of the equation too. Lonzo's not a great defender, but I mean, their whole backcourt just doesn't defend. You know, so this is an excellent spot here for Lowry. Uh, they rank 25th in the league, by the way, at defending opposing point guards, the, the Lakers, that is. So, Lowry, great spot, positive matchup, prices down, and recency bias is going to keep his ownership down, I believe. So, I'm going to take a ton of Lowry today. And I don't mind pairing him up with Westbrook and trying to find value elsewhere. I really do like Lowry's price tag a lot. DeRozan, I'm not going to chase so much because he's over 8K on both sides. So, while uh, you know, while he's certainly in play, and I, I, I will probably uh, flirt with the idea of, of correlating the two. I'll have to fade Westbrook if I do it, but maybe correlating the two with Lowry and, and DeRozan in my lineups for roster construction purposes. And Abaka, like you said, Abaka's in a good spot, trending up. Price is good, so I wouldn't mind some Abaka either. He does, he does feel a little bit cheap. So if I have to, like you know, fill in the power forward position on Fanduel where I'm forced to roster two, and he's that cheap, and you know helps me get the build I want to get, then I don't mind rostering Abaka here. So that's about it for me. Anyone else in this game you want to talk about? No, uh, yeah, I think that's a, that's about it for me. Uh, we can move on to the next one. All right, next game on the slate, we've got the Detroit Pistons in Cleveland against the Cavaliers. 216.5 is the game total. Uh, Cleveland's an eight-point home favorite. Uh, feeling like this is a spot where Cleveland's going to bounce back and just smash uh, can we just take a second to talk about Andre Drummond, man? Like, oh my God, that game was incredible. You know, like Boogie put up a big game too, and then uh, Drummond comes out and puts up 83 DraftKings points, 30 points, 24 rebounds, six blocks, four assists, three steals. Um, he even took a three pointer. He went out there and shot a three. If he was feeling himself, you know. So, uh, you know, Drummond again, not a bad matchup here. The the Cavs rank. Uh, 25th in the league at overall rebounding, 29th in offensive rebounds. They really give a lot of rebounds away after their shots. So, is there anyone like you know on the Cavs that are gonna, that's going to be able to cover Drummond? Like, is Kevin Love expected to keep up with Andre Drummond here? 
Uh, well, Kevin Love won't be on him. You know, the the Cavs changed up what they did. They 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 started Tristan Thompson the other day. You know, so uh, it's I mean Tristan Thompson is going to be in there and starting. Uh, he's going to be a guy I target. Thirty one minutes the other day, got a double double, ten and ten. Uh, 25.5 fantasy points. Uh, I think uh, Tristan Thompson for basically the men, like I'll be, I'll be getting exposure to him for sure on the slate. He'll be the value guy I want to go to. Uh, the problem is, is like, uh, you know, and it's kind of similar to this last slate, right? Uh, I'm assuming people are going to go back to Will and Tristan Thompson. And what was the, what was the thing people did yesterday? They all paid down for point guards, right? They paid for uh, Terry Rogier. Uh, you don't know all these other cheap point guards, right? The Darren Collins. There's a bunch of guys that were cheap that people went to. Um, and then what happened was, uh, you know, Steph Curry went out and had a massive game and, uh, you had that Steph Curry, right. And, uh, that, you know, that was kind of how the tournament winning lineup is. So I don't hate the idea in tournaments of paying for Andre Drummond again, on like DraftKings, you can play two centers. You can play Tristan Thompson and run it back with a guy like Andre Drummond. I think Andre Drummond could absolutely crush here. Like him more on DraftKings where he's 9,900. Uh, he's 10,800 on Fandle, which feels a little pricey for me, but uh, again, it's Andre Drummond and this guy's been so good this year. So, and this is a great matchup. Uh, Cleveland doesn't play a ton of defense. So I think there is reasons to pay up for him in tournaments for sure. But I really do think Tristan Thompson will just be that value play that people just eat at that price tag and kind of, uh, you know, start paying up for raw points right it seems like that'll be the route people take again that's why i could see myself like if i was playing cash games which i don't think i'm going to because it's not the greatest four game slate and i don't really think i want to play cash games on this uh on this slate but like i could see if you play tristan thompson you kind of fall into like a paul george eventually right like you just fall into these like raw points kind of plays uh again it also depends on how value shakes out uh and whatnot but i do think under drummond uh you know long story short i think he's a really good tournament play uh that you definitely want to pay for and i like him more on DraftKings. if you look at uh, some of these other guys like I like Tobias Harris a lot here in this spot. I know Tobias Harris. I believe Tobias Harris and LeBron don't like each other. So I don't know if there's like a narrative there for them to, you know, they're going up against each other and they want to uh, go after it. But uh, I like him just because of when Reggie Jackson's out. I mean, he sees a nice usage bump. I think he's a nice, you know, guy to roster the power forward position. So don't mind going that route with him. I think he's a fine play. Uh, Langston Galloway randomly got the start the other day. Uh, you know, don't know why, uh, but he got a start at some point. I don't know where it was, but I remember seeing that. And uh, here's his minutes the last uh you know the last six five games will give you 24 minutes and 25 fantasy points 11 minutes 6.7 21 minutes 24 20 minutes 13.4 and then 13 minutes 9.2 uh you know we like to target the calves with point guards if Langston galloway gets the start i mean it could be a value that we want to you know play on this slate it's not my favorite play but i think it's something to just consider and just be monitoring uh throughout the day and if you need value point guard and it kind of jumps up i think it makes sense and obviously it's smith right if he's going to get the run uh you gotta like him because we love targeting uh, against isaiah thomas defense he is uh, very poor defensively so he's someone that you want to be targeting same with avery bradley too like I, again, he can have nasty game logs. Like, just I'll just read them to you. It's it's not pretty. Nine point nine, thirteen point four, eight point seven, nineteen point one. Uh, they're not the greatest, but uh, I mean, he's really cheap around the industry at forty nine hundred. Uh, and on top of that, it's it's the Cavs, right? This is like the team that just is really bad on defense, and you can kind of like fix your game against and get going. So uh, I think most of the Pistons starters are in play mainly because it's the Cavs, and they're just not that great defensively. But uh, yeah, it's uh, you know, long story short, I like a lot of these Pistons, and I think they're good guys that you can just like mix and match throughout your lineups kind of yeah i i agree i think this is like where you're really gonna get some uh some fillers here in your lineup i think that there's plenty of mix and match guys here you could just kind of grab and go with i do like your point on tristan thompson um it, he's you know they have to use him you know they, they, what they've been doing hasn't been working so they have to figure out how they're gonna start making things change around 
you know, the rotations and whatnot, I think putting Tristan at the five and starting him there is, is certainly the right thing to do. They need to have a big man presence. So if he's going to go there and get minutes, especially they're going to need him out there against Drummond, like you said. So uh, at 4,400, I, I just it's going to be hard to pass on DraftKings, uh, especially on a, a slate where the center position is, is fairly, you know, fairly thin. Uh, I think he's like super cheap on Fanduel too, right? Was he's thirty six hundred on Fanduel? I mean, that's yeah, just, he's thirty six hundred. Ugh, like how do you not? You know what I mean? How do you not play him? Uh, so uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, he's gonna play, right? It's it's Andre Drummond in there. Like if the Cavs were smart, like whenever they had a matchup against like a team that you know goes small, then put Kevin Love at the five. Like I don't know why they have to just like have this set five that always runs. Like let's be innovative and kind of change things up. Like against Andre Drummond, put Tristan Thompson in there. You know, match up with him and uh, try not to get destroyed down low in the basically yeah it's like baseball you know you, you got a lefty on the mound you're gonna adjust your lineup right if you got a righty on the mound you're gonna adjust your lineup to, to to fit that so i don't see why basketball they wouldn't just do, do the same thing like you know why Cavs wouldn't just adjust but uh i don't know they're figuring things out over there but yeah tristan is is, is a great uh great value play on the slate for sure uh didn't really hear you talk too much i don't think we talked about cleveland in too much in depth but like do you play king james on the slate here yeah, so uh, yeah, I really didn't touch on them a ton. Just about the Tristan Thompson thing. Yeah, so uh, it, you know the you know the Pistons like, are really not bad. To cut you against... off, but he absolutely smashed the last time they faced each other. Like he put up thirty eight DraftKings points in twenty seven minutes. So if he yeah yeah well he uh, yeah well he I mean he he's it's the Pistons right? They're not really good at defending the three. Like they're like bottom three. They've been bottom three all year. They're they've been floating around there all season. Like. They struggle against defending the three, like, and LeBron is now at the three, like, he's going to be there at this time. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure maybe they'll try and, like, do the rest of the double team and whatnot, but this is LeBron James. It doesn't matter. Uh, if, if you can pay up for him, I would pay up for him. Uh, I don't mind starting your laps with, like, on a fan like a Westbrook, LeBron James, and Tristan Thompson and seeing how you can make it work. Uh, I don't know if it will work, but I kind of just plugged it in now. And, uh, you know, at least with 5,567, seems like a really good cash game kind of build, right? That's kind of something I was thinking. So, yeah, I don't mind starting your, your rosters out with that kind of route. Uh, uh, but I, I think LeBron's a great payup option. If you, you know, told me who would you pay up for after Russell Westbrook, it would be probably LeBron James. Again, I said, like I said, I liked, uh, I liked Andre Drummond, but I do like LeBron James a lot too. I think he's a really good option. Uh, I definitely, he's a guy I want to pay up for, for sure on this slate. So, uh, like him, uh, gotta have exposure to him. I think on this slate for sure. It's good matchup and whatnot. Like him a lot. Uh, other than that though, like Kevin Love, uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I don't, I get it. He could obviously have a big shooting night. Uh, he could easily get hot from downtown, but uh, I'm not going to mess with that. His rebounds are obviously going to go down with Tristan Thompson in there. Uh, at least you would assume uh, they would. Uh, last game, he ended up having 13 rebounds, right? Even though Tristan Thompson was in there. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's I just don't think I need to mess around with Kevin Love on this slate. But if I'm not playing, if not, not if I have money and I'm not playing Tristan Thompson, like I don't have LeBron, I get if you want to go uh, Kevin Love to get exposure to this game, right? Because someone's going to get some points. So I understand if you would want to do that. Well, J.R. Smith had this random massive game uh, against the Pistons. He, you know, he's 3,500. I know there was no D Wade. He had 23 real life points, four steals, uh, 34 fantasy points on Fanduel. Uh, you know, if the shots falling short, it's going to go in, but he's not going to get those steals every time. Like it's just that that was an outlier game. I'm not going to mess with that. Uh, you know, if you need a cheap one to determine, don't expect that again. Maybe he gets you like you know a, a 16 or a 20, and maybe it helped you jam the studs. But I don't think you need to mess around with that. Uh, other than that, though, I don't know. It just it's mainly like the core guys. Like Isaiah Thomas, I don't hate too. I think he's a fine play. 
I know his defense is terrible, but he's only still 6,200. And he, you know, when he's putting up the ball and if it's going in, he's going to keep shooting up and up, uh, the ball. So I don't hate him, but it's really my main targets are LeBron and Tristan Thompson for me. Uh, and Isaiah Thomas, I, you know, probably is my, I guess I'll put him as my number three uh, if I had to pick. Yeah, I, uh, you know, Kevin Love, by the way, put up 40 fantasy points in 25 minutes the last time they faced each other. So certainly, you know, if he gets a full allotment of minutes, I'm sure that he'll absolutely smash here, too. Uh, I wouldn't mind going like LeBron and Love in tournaments, man, just pairing the two up, you know. I think that's not a bad way to go. And uh, IT2 is going to have to find his rhythm and stay consistent eventually, right? And he's still pretty underpriced. So um, I. Really, I want to play IT2 here. I think in tournaments, you know, he's a nice nice route to go. Uh, I don't think we're forced into it. 6100 on, on on DraftKings is a nice price tag for him. 62 on FanDuel. So he's like in that mid-range. If you want to get IT2 in there in tournaments, I think it's a good idea. But, uh, yeah, anyone else in this uh, game you want to mention? No, that's about it. I do think if, like, you play IT2 in a tournament, I don't know if I would play LeBron with him. It just seems like they negatively correlate each other. Sure, at that price tag, I think you play them both in, like, your cash games. Uh, but I do think there's a little bit of negative correlation there. Uh, so uh, it, I don't know. I wouldn't. I, I just temper my expectations in tournaments of doing IT2 and LeBron together. Again, could be wrong. It's like a small sample, and we're still trying to learn this situation, but that's kind of my first read on it. Yeah. All right. So with that, we move on to the last game of the slate and the most boring game of the slate and, you know, not really interested kind of game of the slate, but it's uh, we've got the Sacramento Kings against the Spurs. Two, two guys, you know, two teams I really hardly ever target. And the pace is going to be way down. 193 is the game total uh, with the, the Spurs being 10-point home favorites. We know that Kawhi is out. Uh, Travis, is this like a snooze fest or what? Uh, I mean, speak for yourself. I actually don't hate this on a four-game slate, right? It's not terrible. Uh, you have Duante Murray, or I don't know how you say his name. Uh, du- Duante Murray, I don't know. But uh, he, I like him a lot, and he's going against the Kings. I know he's getting priced up, but he's the starter. You know, Tony Parker handed the keys to him, and he's been really good in the, you know, since he started. I like him a lot in this spot. I think he's a really interesting option for sure. Play at the point guard. He's a guy I would definitely want to get exposure to on this slate. Uh, don't forget about LaMarcus Aldridge, right? He's seeing this massive usage. He's another guy that you could pay up for that. Maybe he's nice and contrarian, right? I just don't see people being like, yeah, I want to pay up for LaMarcus Aldridge against the Kings. I don't think people will do that. So I get it could be contrarian in tournaments. I probably won't take that route. I think there's other routes I'm already going uh, at my power forward position. So I don't think that's the route I'm going, but it's just uh, kind of want to mention it, right? This is a guy that just sees a ton of usage and we've seen him at massive fantasy games. And it's like, he's going up against the Kings and the Kings are, are not good. I believe he played them pretty recently and had a big game. He had a 48.9 uh, fantasy performance. So yeah, I would not be sleeping on him. Right. Uh, yeah. So on the Spurs side of the ball, that's mainly how I'd look. Even Kyle Anderson, don't hate what he's been doing. He's been pretty productive. Uh, you know, have, have a couple stinkers here and there, but he's shown some ceiling recently. So uh, don't hate him at the small forward position. Think he's an interesting guy you can mix in there. So I, I said, I, I even Pau Gasol, right? Like we don't also hate like targeting this, this, the Kings against centers. So I don't mind mixing and matching these Spurs again because it's a four-game slate. Uh, Murray's probably my favorite target if I had to pick, though. Like uh, that would be the guy I'm I'm looking at the most. Uh, going to the Kings side of the ball. Uh, no Willie Colley sign. So that makes me want to have some interest in like these Kings big men. What are we going to do? There's talks of Scala BCA being showcased for trade. Uh, but like, I think this is like now they're going to be the Scal show. This is going to be his time to really shine. Uh, again, the Spurs is really not the matchup for it. I'm very scared about that. I can even see that maybe just rolling Zebo out there more and him getting a ton of run just because, uh, you know, they might, might, might want to just like keep, 
temper Scal's expectations against a tough Spurs team and just put out like the crafty veteran to bang down low with like a, a Pau Gasol, you know, and a, uh, you know, Marcus Aldridge. So maybe they uh, don't run Scal as much, but I think Scal's a good play. I think Randolph's a decent play just because of no Willie Cully sign. There's just more production to go around over there. So those are two guys that I think you definitely want to look, uh, look to target in on, on this slate. And then uh, if I had to pick anyone else, like at the guard position, uh, you know, I don't hate De'Aaron Fox. Uh, I don't, I'm not a big fan of targeting the Spurs defensively, but Darren Fox is kind of cheap and he sees a big enough usage. So I don't hate him, but it, I'd rather play Murray instead. So that's likely what I would do. It's mainly probably those, those forwards. I think they're very interesting options with uh, Willie Cauley Stein being out. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think that uh, Willie Cauley Stein being out is certainly going to, you know, spread some opportunities. You know, Zebo is the issue. Like, is he going to eat up all these minutes? You know, like he's just like the lingering veteran presence that could just come out and take minutes, you know? I mean, yeah, but I'm sure he is going to. Uh, the way the Kings are operating is they're sitting two veterans a night. So I'm assuming the veterans that'll sit in this game will be George Hill and Vince Carter. That makes the most sense because they're going to be thin down low. So they're going to need to play Zebo and Costa Kufis, at least in this game, until maybe they find help or something or they try and figure it out. I don't know if they recalled anyone up. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. Maybe I don't know if like a guy like a. I don't know about this Jack Cooley guy or Papa Giannis, but maybe one of these guys get called up eventually. I don't think in this game, but uh, yeah, I just think they're going to need these two, uh, these two guys in the spot. So uh, I think, uh, I think it's mainly going to be those veterans that uh, play on the front court. And that's obviously going to give us interest in maybe some of these other guys uh, in the backcourt because you know, those two other veterans are going to sit. So there's some reasons to like those options. So uh, yeah, that's kind of the route. I think I'm going to take it to mainly those forwards to look at and kind of going to call it a call it a day with the Kings, but we can't sleep on Willie Cauley's time being out there is production to be yeah, we also have to keep our eye on on Pop. You know, we don't want to get Pop tomorrow. Uh, if if news surfaces that guys are resting um, early too, then uh, we can make adjustments and some value will open up. So make sure you keep an eye on the news with the Spurs, and we'll keep you updated on Twitter too. But uh, yeah, anyone else in this game that you want to mention? No, I think that's uh, that's about it for me on this game. Uh, yeah, it's not it's not as bad of a game because of the value that's opened up and you can do starters. Uh, on paper, it looks gross, but uh, yeah, it's definitely uh, definitely definitely not the best game on the slate. But again, I think there's opportunities to be had in that game. All right, so that's it. We covered the slate for you guys. Nice small four game Sunday slate. Happy to be back with you guys on Sundays. Right now, we're gonna move to the lock and load segment of the show. So, Travis, you have a lock and load uh, in the chamber, ready to go? Uh, no, not, 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 not ex- I mean, I have one, but he's like, it's just too easy and too lame. So do you have one ready to go? Maybe you can go ahead of me. Oh yeah, I do. Uh, I'm locking in Kyle Lowry, man. You know, I feel like he's going to get overlooked on this slate. I feel like recency bias is going to keep people off, but the matchup is just too good. The price tag is very juicy under 8k on both sites. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to lock in Lowry just, you know, for the upside and the ownership and the matchup, you know, I think it's going to be a good bounce back spot here for Larry, and he's going to really put up a big game. So uh, at home, especially against the Lakers. So for me, it's going to be Kyle Lowry. He's my lock and load play of the slate. Like, obviously, you know, the, the big guys like Westbrook and LeBron are, are all good plays. But uh, but Lowry is, for me, is going to be the lock and load play. Okay, so I, I mean, I think it's obvious that uh, I think it's really obvious that Tristan Thompson is just a guy you want to put in your lineups. Uh, it's pretty easy to say that, pretty lame, but uh, I'll give you another one too, right? That's the guy though that like I'd be building. I'm sorry, my lineups with when I build my lineups, I like to try and uh, build from the ground up just because uh, I like to put in those value plays that I really feel secure about or feel strong about. And I think he's like the best value on the slate for sure here. Uh, but I'll give you another guy. 
I think Avery Bradley is interesting. Uh, and getting more of a tournament play. I'm a little scared to do it in cash. And again, I'm not playing cash on this slate just because I don't love this slate for it. Uh, maybe someone will change my mind tomorrow as I'm talking to people, but I really think it's just going to be one of those days where I kind of just uh, do tournaments. And uh, yeah, Avery Bradley's really cheap around the industry coming off four really bad games. I mean, just, just ugly, but the minutes are there, right? 29, 25, 40 and 26 minutes. And the Cavs are like the cure for all, right? It's like the thing that fixes you. So I think this is a really good spot for Avery Bradley. Let's also not forget. Uh, he's got some of his old teammates on the opposite side, right? He's got it two over there. He's got Jay Crowder. Uh, maybe he gets up for this game. Uh, gets, gets a little excited, you know, you know, going back and forth with his old uh, teammate, Isaiah Thomas. I could see him covering him a ton and just, you know, a guy that's like a defensive, uh, you know, known for his defense. Whenever he's going up against like, you know, a big time scorer, or, you know, obviously at two was a big time scorer last year, not as much this year because he hasn't really, uh, you know, had that chance. They kind of get up for those games. And then he wants to, you know, get excited. And even if he maybe gets some time against LeBron, this is just a game where he's going to want to show up, I think. And uh, J.R. Smith defense is fun to attack too. And I'm sure Avery Bradley will be uh, having a blast with that. So give me Avery Bradley as my, uh, as one of my lock and load plays in tournaments. And Christian, Tristan Thompson is my cash game lock and load play. How's that sound? It sounds good. You got a lot of guts, kid. Lock it in, Avery Bradley, as your lock and load play of the slate. Yeah, shooting guard's ugly, man. I don't like shooting guard tomorrow, so I'm okay with it. I, this position's just not 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 that pretty. So uh, unless there's like obvious value that opens up, I think I'm definitely going to be uh, pulling the trigger on it. Uh, and it's a you know more more exposure to that that terrible Cleveland defense because that's uh it's not good. Yeah, for sure. All right, so with that, we locked it up for you guys. Cover the slate. Make sure you follow us both on Twitter at Real Joshua Giant. You can follow Travis at Travis Mangone at Travis M A N G O N E. I love interacting with you guys. I'm sure there'll be news that breaks throughout the day because it's a Sunday slate. We always get lots of news on Sunday. And uh, if you're playing that early slate, make sure you check out the content page on Rotor Grinders. There'll be plenty of content for you guys there to help you out. Uh, other than that, we'll see you guys next weekend. Both days, double dosage. Weekend Grind is back. Uh, so for my co-hosts, Travis, Mr. Chalk, Mangone, and the Weekend Grind crew here, we'll see you guys next weekend. Peace out, Grinders. Turn to, turn to.
One of a kind, the grind is in line The summer is mine for the taking uh, Only trust the fam I only trust the fam Nowadays you say the wrong It all ends up on Instagram Everybody wanna be Known for something And that's probably The path that leads to no destruction And I don't know instructions I don't know the rules Instead of self-combusting I just keep it cool So the lesson is Or the message is To be somebody You gotta trust nobody Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only.